Hello and welcome to the Hume podcast, where we sit down with people from our community and discover what makes Oldham Hume Grammar School the special place that it is. Alongside our teaching staff, students, alumni and parents, we discuss the topics that really matter to us and delve deep into the heart of our school. I'm Claire Brownlee, Director of External Relations, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt Grant, Teacher of Modern Foreign Languages. And today, we're talking to our new head students, Acacia Seward, Lloyd Coulter and Joss Samumba, and the Assistant Principal Pastoral, Mr Marshall. Welcome to the Hume Podcast. So firstly, congratulations to the incoming head students on your election. You'll be taking over from the current head boy and head girl when the current year 13s leave. That's quite a change, isn't it? Tell us a little bit more about the new role of head student and how do you think it will be different to head boy and head girl? This is Josh. Firstly, I think with there being three head students as opposed to two head boy, as in one head boy and one head girl, I think there's more, well, more manpower, basically, or uh, more of us together to have as large an impact together, as in three people can make more of an impact than two people could make. So I think from that point of view, it's going to be better for the school that there's three people committed to furthering like everyone's education as opposed to just having two people. So I'm looking forward to working with Lloyd and Acacia in terms of that. Um, I also think having more people, it allows a more diverse opinion. Instead of it just being two people kind of dictating what happens, having that extra third person gives a wider scope for different ideas to come forward. And I also think having the student ambassadors, with there being so many of them, it really just broadens the amount of opinions and ideas that can like be brought forward. Just to highlight what Josh and Acacia said, I think it just means the responsibility is shared along one more shoulder. So it should be a lot easier task throughout the next year, which will hopefully lead to some better results. Super. And tell us a little bit about what you want to do in the next um, year. Was it free ice cream in the canteen, less homework? What platform were you standing on, guys? So I think our main um, objective is kind of just to create a more inclusive environment. We'd also like a bigger push on making the education broader in a sense um, and on recognising that people learn in different ways. So like, if you recognise people learn in different ways, it allows more people to feel comfortable coming to school. I think over next year, we just want to try and build an inclusive atmosphere where everyone feels welcome. We want to improve the amount of activities available to all the students, because in our hustings, that's one thing that got brought up a lot. Um, we really do want to try and listen to what everyone in the lower years is saying, because their opinions matter just as much as ours. Yeah, I feel like most of our campaigns were built on listening to what other students have to say and like us being representatives for all of them so i think as long as like throughout the year we're pushing towards hearing what the younger students have to say and we're driving forward their ideas i think that's when we'll be most successful and not just trying to do things that um benefit ourselves but more a benefit to the whole rest of the school so that together as a like a large school community we can feel united and so that this environment is perfect for us to like develop and reach our full potential. Wow, you've got a busy year, haven't you? Um, 
Acacia, a, a few minutes ago, you mentioned about the um, the student ambassadors, and they they've obviously got a new role as well. So, how do you think they will fit into the whole uh, situation? I mean, are you looking forward to being able to boss them around a bit? Um, I wouldn't say we're going to boss them around. <laughs> um, I would probably say. Um... I think it's quite exciting to have such a big team because previously with Prefect, it's been so much smaller and more contained. It'd be quite exciting to be able to explore a wider range of opinions and ideas. And I think that we really want to make the student ambassadors feel like they have a role and feel like they too are taking part in the things that we're trying to push. And I think just making, like we, I'm excited to, work with a, t a dedicated team of people who all who are all like willing to push the ideas that we have and um as well as that presenting the ideas that us three have to them and seeing how they feel about it so that we, we're not just going off what we want we're understanding and recognizing um, the full picture just so the um the younger students could get to know you a bit more could you each tell us maybe what's been your highlight of your time at hume so far and how this has um, helped you prepare for your new roles. I'd say probably one of the highlights for me has been in like the last year where I was part of the mock trial team. That was a really unique experience I thought. I got to try something I never thought I'd be able to try unless I did it as a career and it's really helped me in my choices for the future. It was made better by the fact that we won. <laughs> so that's the highlight for me. Well I've been at school since 2013 now and so there's been quite a lot of enjoyable like highlights to say over the years. I think, you know, from a football team perspective, I'll go for In year eight, we won a tournament at St. George's Park, which is where England national teams, like under 16s to the senior team even, they train that. And so to win a competition there, it was like, that was like a really fun two days because we spent the night even. So I think that's probably the best thing I can remember from my school years. So I've been going to Hume forever, literally. <laughs> I would have to say that this, the previous year that we've had, like year 12 that I'm currently in, has definitely been my best year, um, just overall. But the highlight I would say of this year was doing the school show, Billy Elliot. Just the entire experience was so enjoyable and I'd still miss it now. I still find myself like reliving all the songs and wishing I could do it again. And although it was only four performances, it was probably one of the best things and most enjoyable experiences I've ever had. I just, nothing could compare to it. It was amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I watched that show and I thought you were amazing in it, Acacia. So um, well done for that. Thank you. Well, just it's, it shows that all three of you have had experiences that have helped you develop your public speaking skills or your teamwork skills that you've been able to hone at you. Mr Marshall, can we bring you in now? So what's it like working with these bright young things, these students, these young adults who are going to make all these changes at school? What's it like working with them? I think the new system that we've got in place with the head students and the student ambassadors is a fantastic opportunity for the school to listen to the pupil's voice and to take on board what they're telling us and, and what they want and what they need. Uh, obviously, we have um, the school councils. We have one down in, in the junior school uh, and down in the infant school. We have one in the um, senior school and the sixth form have student councils. Uh, and this year, we've also introduced a food council 
uh, because food is a major part of school life and uh, the stomachs of the students are very important to us. So actually having the, the body of ambassadors and the head students giving us feedback on more detail on what they want in the school for themselves is going to be extremely important. So it, I'm really looking forward to working with the, the head students, these three, and also the new student ambassadors and listening to what they want school to go, especially with the changes that are coming up with those going mixed um, in a piecemeal direction with the year sevens and the year tens being mixed in the senior school. Um, so anything towards that and anything we can do to help and support the students, I think will be mm, vital. Yeah, big changes ahead for both students and staff and, of course, parents as well who are helping their students navigate the, the, new, the new waters. So, I mean, not only is there a new era of student representation at Hume, but there's been some changes in our pastoral team as well. And, you know, we know pastoral care here at Hume, is, it's second to none. But... Mr. Marshall, tell us a bit more about the changes and, and what they will mean for students here. And we would have loved to have invited everybody in to be interviewed, um, but we've only got our interview room is only a certain size. So maybe you could also introduce us to some of the new pastoral leads as well. That's a two part question, I'm afraid. <laughs> it's all right. No problem at all. In terms of the, the structure of the pastoral care uh, in the senior school, every student has a form tutor and every student has a head of year. And the five heads of year that we currently have, Mr. Grant being one of them, do an absolutely fantastic job, as do the form tutors. But post-COVID, we've noticed that more support is needed for the students, for their well-being, uh, for the stresses and anxieties that COVID brought up. So we're now introducing a new layer into the system. And um, so, Miss Lavin, who is currently head of year seven, is going to become a senior lead pastoral for the lower school. So she's going to be supporting the heads of year seven, eight, and nine. And then Mr. Buckley, who is currently head of year 10, is going to be the senior pastoral lead uh, middle school. And he's going to be supporting the heads of year uh, 10 and year 11. And also in the sixth form level, we're introducing um, two heads of year. So there's going to be a head of year 12 and a head of year 13, and they will be supporting Mrs. Berry, who's the head of sixth form. So the idea is, is that we're, we're putting more layers into the pastoral system so there is more support for the pupils as we continue you know, to come out of COVID and, and the serious issues and concerns that were, were brought up during that period. Uh, so again... It's new change. Hopefully, um, both students and parents will benefit from the extra support that's been put into the pastoral system. Uh, and it's exciting. I'm, I'm really looking forward to doing it. So, um, Josh, um, Acacia and Lloyd, what are your feelings on this new system? How do you feel about it? So the pastoral system's been brilliant all, the, all throughout the school. Like, every year we've been in, we've had a head of year and not had an issue with it. So if they're adding more support now, I think it's even better and it can only be a positive for the school. So I look forward to seeing how it works next year. I think the more support, the better. Um, there's, you can never have too much um, in terms of pastoral because people do need extra support. Like 
it, it's stressful having so much responsibility. So if we're able to share that a bit more and make it a much easier to handle, then it's only going to have positive effects. Like, surely there's nothing that can come negative from allowing there to be more support and allowing um, heavy responsibilities to be shared. The new system sounds good in the regard that there not only will be more support for the students, but also more support for the staff who are supporting the students. And in that way, I think we'll get the best outcome possible from the new support. That's a nice little segue to ask Mr Grant. I'm going to turn the tables on you, Mr Grant. You're now going to be the interviewee. What's it like from your perspective, this new pastoral system? Well, I think it's a really good move um, because, well, similar to what Lloyd just said, what a lot of parents don't see is just how hard um, the pastoral team work, in particular Mr Marshall, who is often the last to leave school um, and, you know, probably one of, if not the hard working, most hard working person in the school. Um, so it's good that he gets to share a bit of that burden, that we get to share that burden. I mean, I was new in the role uh, of head of year this year and I've been really well supported, but I'm also really aware of, you know, just how stretched everyone is. Um, so the more, the merrier really. And it, like, like Andy says, it can only benefit the students because we haven't ignored the fact that COVID happened. There seems to be a kind of collective forgetting in society now, but the problems are still there that it brought out, the mental health problems. I mean, I, I think everyone's suffering to an extent because of what happened in COVID. Um, so the more support we can give that, the better. And we're a fantastic team um, and we're always willing to help anyone that will come to us. And, and Mr Marshall, you've just described the team that's going to be working with you. How are you leading uh, the pastoral team into the next year, two years, three years, four years? What are you looking forward to? I think it's, it'll be working with the bolstered, bolstered system. Um, as Matt's just said, um, you know, the pastoral staff do an incredible job working at times when they're not expecting it because that's the nature of the role, of the pastoral role. You never know when a student is going to come to you in tears they're upset, they've had an issue, uh, they've fallen out with friends. You just never know when that's going to happen. So to be able to lead the team of pastoral staff going forward with the extra levels that we're, we're introducing, uh, I think he's going to be really fantastic. And uh, as the three head students have said, you know, it's the extra support that's there for them that they may have experienced lower down the school uh, and probably still have to experience now in the sixth fall, having more people that you can turn to, speak to, possibly feel more comfortable with, as well as you know the, the three school counsellors that we've got that are here most of the week, um, that will listen to all the students uh, and the school nurse, us all working together as a team uh, as we move forward as a mixed school, I think is, is really important and it's very, very exciting. I'm looking forward to it. And just um, a, fi a final question uh, from me for the um, head students. What would your advice be uh, for younger students who might be interested in becoming student ambassadors in future years? Just go for it because everything you're probably thinking about what you want to change about the school is probably at least another person thinking about it. So as long as you're willing to step up and say that out loud, it will get changed. And that will only mean that school can become better for everyone. I would say um, don't let fear of not getting it stop you from going for it. 
Um, I think all of us can probably say that during the process of the hustings, we all had doubts and um, each one of us had times where we were thinking, it's absolutely not going to be me. There's no way I'm ever going to get it. If you really want it and you really put in the effort, then, I mean, it's, an, it's, an, it's a level playing field. You're just as likely to get it as everyone else. Um, and I would also say it's just an amazing experience to be able to kind of be the voice of the school and to have the opportunity to listen to other people and try and advocate for what they want is just an opportunity that I don't think that you should miss. I think like younger students should put forward themselves for the role of student ambassador because firstly, anyone can get it. And once you've got the role, that's a way to have an impact in the school that you'd probably not be able to have lower down the school. So like you've gone throughout school life and say you've not done as much as you wanted to do as you become a student ambassador that's the way you can have the largest impact you've been able to have and you can almost give back to the school and make the school a better place for everyone including yourself and so if you feel like you've not been able to do it in the younger years the role of student ambassador is really the perfect time to do it and you're probably more capable of doing it than you ever think even if you have doubts like a case you said you're probably very capable and would be successful in the role. Can, can I just step in at this point as well and, and, and just talk about the, the student ambassadors and also these three, the head students? I think one of the problems with the old system was we had a limited number of prefects uh, and that was done on an election basis with staff and with their own peers, people in year 12. Um, the student ambassador system is open to anybody. And what that does is it means that any individual can bring their own personalities, their own strengths to the role, and they've all experienced lower down the school, or they may, for, for new students who join us in the sixth form, they've had experience of other schools, and they can put forward how they would like the school to, to change in the future based on their experiences. And I think that's really important. And I think these three are slightly underselling themselves as well, because for the first time this year, the head students were selected on a vote basis of the whole school community. And they were elected because of the way they performed, um, not only through their application process, but also through the hustings that they did for the week and also the videos that they did um, selling themselves to the students and explaining why they wanted to be head student. So you know, these three students fully deserve the position that they've been given, but it's also a big responsibility on their shoulders not to put pressure on these three in any way for all. That was the sting in the tail there, Mr Marshall, wasn't it? <laughs> Josh, Lloyd, Acacia, you are all really impressive characters and I I'm sure that your fellow students are really grateful to you for putting yourselves forward for this and I wish you the best of luck for your year coming forward and, and working with both students and staff to make the changes that you want to make. I think I think it's brilliant that you're doing it and, and hope it all goes really well for you and thank you for coming and sharing with us today. Um, it's been lovely to meet you even though it's over a video screen today but I will see you in the corridor no doubt. And, and Mr. Marshall, thank you to you also for coming along and talking about the new pastoral system. Um, and I think we should let you all get some lunch now. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you.
That's it for this episode and thank you for listening. To find out more, check out the school website ohgs.co.uk. Now, our next episode is coming out soon, but in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.